Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Rose and Shine podcast, featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos-Solson. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good morning. This is Victoria sending from Alpharetta outside of Atlanta. Good morning. And this is Josephine from Bogota. One of today's key challenges, talking really across all generations and all levels in organizations, is really how to manage your energy. Yeah, it's a key topic of today, especially in all of our busy, busy lives, right? <laughs> yeah. And I do believe that this is going to be a core leadership competence of the future. Mm. Not only how to manage your own energy, but also how to help the people in your team to learn how to manage your energy, both in the workplace and in life in general. Mm. And managing our, our energy is when we're constantly interrupted and things are moving so fast, I think it's particularly important to see how we keep our energy at a more constant level. Yeah. And I do believe that you need a structured approach to this, to, to just not leave it <laughs> to, <laughs> at random, but, but really have a focus. So our last chapter in the book, Everyone Deserves a Great Manager, we spend entirely talking about how to manage your time and how to manage your energy. So we thought that today's episode is going to be about these five energy drivers that we're talking about. And hopefully all our listeners, you'll get a chance to reflect on how your energy is right now and how you can use these drivers to increase your level of energy. Yeah. So what some of the energy drivers you might be doing perfect in and some of the energy drivers might be sucking energy from you and you might need to make uh, some changes. So in the book, we do have, you can do your self-analysis and it's important to do. You can't just do it once. This is sort of a, a fresh thing. So basically it's kind of something you can revisit maybe monthly or at least quarterly and, and see how's it going. So we're also going to do a little bit of an analysis on ourselves right now, right? <laughs> yes, we'll share we share our best tips. And I think this is relevant any or this is relevant any time of, of the year. And we're now just obviously going into the beautiful holiday season. So mm -hmm. I'll reflect a little bit upon how we can apply this this now. But I think most of these tips and ideas make sense at, at any time. Yeah, of course, of course. So just been talking about that. If you if we do sort of like a status check, what has given you energy lately? <laughs> You're talking to, you know, a mother of two small <laughs> children. <laughs> um, uh, yes. 
So what is work? <laughs> Going to work <laughs> is, is relaxing in comparison. No, but we had a really fantastic initiative that I wanted to bring up, which is that at the UN now, there's a big um, pull and, and drive to have more mindfulness. Mm -hmm. um, there's a collaboration between the United Nations Foundations and, and Lululemon, actually, oh. to uh, bring in more mindfulness to staff and persons that are working in crisis situations oh wow and um, which of course makes loads of sense so i we had um, a one day training in, in in mindfulness and yoga so of course right down my alley and mm -hmm. um, not necessarily heaps of new things for for me but very inspired to see how one can bring that more and more into the workplace uh, oh that's great um, So that's really lovely. And then, of course, yeah, I mean, now it's Christmas time. People are decorating. And I love I love this in Colombia. People are going all in. So we have we have this competition uh, between the different floors of our building. Oh. So everyone is decorating <laughs> outside of the elevators. And tonight we're having, you know, the, the voting. We're going to see who's going to, to win this uh, winter decoration competition, which has a sustainability theme. As well. So very politically correct. Oh. But this has given me energy. It's ah. a boost, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. What, what about you? Have you... Um... Yeah, I, I think um, it's interesting because um, I, I was reflecting on this question and I'm thinking that the same thing that has given me energy is kind of also draining me a little bit from energy. It's, it's, wow. it's a fine balance. But it's been all these amazing meetings. Mm. And I've... I've been to so many places this fall and I was doing kind of a, a little bit of a recap writing to a colleague and saying like, I've been to so many different countries and here in the US, I've been to so many different states. So this week I've been to Iowa, uh, you know, I, I've been everywhere and I've just met so many lovely different people and I've heard so many stories and yeah, that's really been quite fulfilling. The, that's for that. following you on the on the family chat you know it's always like hi from yeah. a complete random different state of, yes. of the u.s and, yeah and i think that's incredible that that has been i mean that is quite draining as well to travel so much so the yeah. fact that you see that as as energy giving is um is fantastic yeah so it, it was funny and I, i was telling you about the earlier this week so i was really like i know after a very hectic period like this really the importance to kind of relax so I came back to to our home here in Alpharetta I'm like okay I'm gonna book myself for a spa treatment and you know just find a moment to sort of get back to earth mm. but I think I was a little bit too you know <laughs> busy in my head still I, I should just have stayed at home and read a good book because I'm like I'm going to this massage and I'm like hmm, is this really worth all the money I'm paying? You know, like, obviously still not really relaxed. When, so. when I'm in that mood, I can get really angry during massages. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a horrible feature, but I can lie there like, this is not perfect. Yeah. And we have these people that it's fantastic in Bogota. You can have someone that come home and give you a massage and it doesn't cost a lot of money. And um, But it's not maybe the highest of quality. Mm -hmm. So I feel sometimes like I just become... a completely just rubbed into oil you just feel like an oily like soaked in oily, oil oil yeah exactly 
and I lie there and I get so angry and then I get angry with myself for being angry. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I, I can completely understand that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting to see certain things can really give you energy. And if you get too much of it, it can also drain energy. Do you have any energy drainers? Mm. I think it's a little bit um, the, the the world around us at the moment. Yeah. Um, bad news and, and, and horrible things. Everything from election results to uh, volcanoes that are killing people and being, you know, a, a breastfeeding mother with all of my hormones. I yeah. basically have to shut off um, the outside world mm. because I just find that too much. <laughs> ah. Well, yeah, it, it, that is tricky. But so... Let's go into the five energy drivers. So mm -hmm. five proven things that, and, and this came originally from our book on the five choices. And so it's really a lot of research behind it. It's not something that the two of us have, have made up. And maybe that's good to know. But mm -hmm. the very first energy driver is sleep. I think that this is so interesting. Just this week, I was talking to senior executive leaders and quite a few of them are struggling with this. And I do believe that there are people still not seeing or understanding the importance and seriousness of actually good night's sleep, mm. sort of down to some cool executive famous people who've kind of bragged about their ability to just have three hours of sleep and then do all these great stuff anyway. I, I think that's uh, like studying political science. We always heard about Winston Churchill and kind of yeah. key uh, leaders and Big how jobs they, and... they needed only three hours. Um, as, as if Winston Churchill is the beacon of, of health. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but and, and I think so just so we know we need the sleep and now we have the science to prove it. And one neuroscientist, Dr. Daniel Amen, he says, for example, which I kind of really like that sleeping, it's like washing your brain. Mm. And, you know, and just like you would not go to work without having a shower in the morning, you know, with a clean body, you want to go with a clean brain, right? With a clean mind. Yeah. So how are you doing right now on sleep? Well, I'm doing better because I did do a little bit of conscious work on it the past couple of weeks because I did feel I wasn't sleeping that well because of all the moving and all the things going on. So I'm doing better. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I think what I am doing, one thing that I've done actually is created this most beautiful bed mm. in my new home. So Uh, really got all the nice linens and so it's a very attractive bed mm -hmm. I really really enjoy going to bed because it's it's so nice and I think that's an idea make the space where you sleep a place that gives you energy that is calming that is nice that free of the clutter don't have your you know a tv or a computer or mm. yeah All of that. So that's one thing. Mm -hmm. What about you? Well, I'm I'm doing well considering the circumstances of having a nine-month-old nine baby who uh -huh. currently wants to, uh, um, you know, be very close every time that he wakes up <laughs> at night. I think my key aspects for doing well, I'm very proud of myself. I bought my alarm clock. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have the phone next to the bed. I talked about this for ages, but now that's happened and, and it's really working. I'm not scrolling uh, social media. Well done. And then another study that I'm now trying to follow a little bit better, it's to hit your your sleep window. I learned about this when studying about kids sleep, mm-hmm. but it's to say, you know, kids, if you say you're in a party and you're not going to put your kid to bed the normal time, you will see that they will get cranky and they will cry but then they would kind of get their second wind. Yeah. And you maybe be thinking, ah, maybe they weren't so tired after all. Uh-huh. But you basically just stepped over one of their sleep windows. So try to reflect a little bit upon that but with yourself. So maybe if I miss the 10 to 11 sleep window, I'm actually quite awake at 11 p.m. Mm. So I'm trying to make sure that I go to bed around 10, given that I get up at, at 6 or or before. So... So it's like before you get in, as we would say in Swedish, the second breathing. Exactly. <laughs> yes. exactly. Before you're ready to party again, make sure to hit that sleep uh, window, which is not always easy when you have a kid that might be waking you up. But yeah, I would um, I would encourage people to reflect upon what their sleep windows are and then try to yeah. hit that. And and that's a good point. And, and also really sort of count back. What time do I need to get up? And again, we were talking about this this very week with with this group I was working with. I'm like, if you need to get up at six, well, to get your seven hours, which is the minimum everyone should have, mm. you need to sleep by 11. That doesn't mean go to bed at 11. You know, yeah. that means that you need to start probably your bed routine around 10-ish yeah. and try to also, again, this is facts coming that we're not making up but you don't want to see your screens uh that last hour you want to create a little bit of a space between my hectic day mm. and my sleep and that yeah is probably really good to use a proper hour so if you get up at six that sleep routine needs to start at 10 at least yeah so that's sleep so have a reflection on on how your sleep routine is is looking And then let's move on to number two on the list, which is relax. Mm. So relax is what we do when we are still awake, but it's kind of letting our mind rest as well. Mm -hmm. And and what what do you do? How are you doing when it comes to relaxing, Josephine? Uh, Yoga. I try to do yoga. Mm -hmm. It's a really good um, releaser of of, of stress and relaxation. I've uh, read a lot recently about... I think and I think that relates because stress is the opposite to relaxation. Yeah. So the idea of completing the stress cycle. But just just the thought that if you feel really stressed, make sure to kind of run that out or you know, box into the pillow or do whatever you need to do in order to release that tension and then it allows you to relax. Mm-hmm. This holiday, I'm planning to delete social media. Oh wow. That's my plan for the holiday. Yeah, me too. Uh, just so that I don't uh, automatically go to to the phone. And I think that will be relaxing. That doesn't work during my normal life, but during these two weeks that I'm taking off, that's what I will be doing. Yeah, I, I think that's great. And I do believe in the power, and it's so interesting. I mean, we've discussed religion a lot since we moved here because in Sweden, we're not very religious. And now that we come here to Georgia and we're kind of surrounded by all these different religions. It's very interesting. And we've talked about, you know, the pros and cons. And 
I do think there's some different religions things. or just more Christianity. No, we have all kinds of religions. Oh, okay. uh, so we're having a holiday party. <laughs> uh, the girls and I. How weekend. politically correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we did call it a Christmas party and then some people didn't want to come. So we've been yeah, kind of like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's true. So it's a holiday party <laughs> with all Swedish holiday uh, Christmas baking. baking. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so this is sort of a new paradigm for us that it matters that much. But what I wanted to say is that if you pick the good things from religion, there are some really beautiful things. Mm. Like I'm, I'm thinking back to our years where we lived in Dubai and Of course, uh, Islam is the dominant religion there. And the beautiful thing of you sort of stopping and for five times a day and you spend a little bit of time being mindful. I mean, obviously there's praying, uh, but just that's good to find these little mini breaks mm. where you kind of just relax throughout the day. It mm. gets you focused and 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 I, I did write so... As you know, I'm now blogging on, on Thrive Global, and I was sort of sharing that if you have 15 minutes, you know, in your day that you get, what I love to do then is just to go for a nice walk and get some fresh air mm. and and just leave whatever I'm doing to come back and get a little bit of focus. And maybe what one can try to do then, at least I love to do these walks, but I will use it as a time for thinking. Yeah. But also maybe actively use it, start the walk or end the walk with not thinking and, exactly. and meditate a little bit could be mm -hmm. a could be a great way. Yeah. Number three in our list is uh, or our list on the <laughs> research science based list of, of five energy drivers is connection. Yeah. So connection, I I find super important, and mm. I, it come up in all aspects of my of my life lately. It's funny mm -hmm. how these different themes that when you're reading one book it, you see how it pops up everywhere yeah and um, i can i can recommend a really good book for people that have uh, toddlers it's called oh crap i have a toddler oh. by <laughs> by uh, jamie glowacki and she talks a lot about filling the bucket of your child so filling their energy and connect or sorry filling their connection bucket oh and when you have very needy when your child is very needy It might be because their bucket is not filled. Mm. So how do you fill it? By giving them undivided attention, sitting down with them, playing, drawing, um, so that they really feel like they are connected with you. You're not on your phone. You're not doing anything else. And she's saying that if you do that properly with a, with a four-year-old, you know, they don't need more than 20 minutes times, you know, four or so during the day. So much rather doing 100% of filling the bucket than a lot of 50% uh, time. That's a very good point. And I usually use as an example here when I'm uh, in workshops that that podcast episode that we did, remember on Ikiai, the, like, mm. the long and happy life mm -hmm. and how interesting it was that when they look at the zones of people living the longest in the world and here we're talking like 110 120 years what do they have in common and a lot of all these basically all of the energy drivers are, are present i'd say but one thing that they were really reinforcing is the importance of connecting with other people mm. and 
what I kind of liked about it, it didn't only have to be like to have a very strong marriage or, but it was about the connections in, in life with groups and making meaningful connections, mm. even though they, you know, didn't have to be extremely deep. But, and that's what I liked. And also just what you said right now, it's about creating those moments of connections. And I think we can, you know, be more deliberate about this in the workplace even. And if you're a leader or part of a team to, we have kind of underestimated the importance of connection or not, I shouldn't say we, because not everyone by far, but mm. some have. And I think you can really make a difference mm. if you spend a little bit more time helping people to create connections yeah. in your workplace. Yeah, and, and there's also interesting, in the workplace and, and at home, there's interesting research saying that every time that we put out a bid for connection and our, our partner so on responds, it, it's like we're inserting a coin into the bank account. Yeah. But every time that we do not accept a bid for connection, we actually withdraw more. We withdraw five oh. from the account. Yeah. So it's a little bit of an unbalance. We need to actually have more connection than than um, lose on those opportunities because that's how our brains work. Yeah. So, so for the holidays, I mean, one thing that I is you know where we're, we're together with family and and many people might be together with more extended family. Yeah. And one thing I thought about is also the people that we might not be so connected with to take these opportunities, you know, say your cousin that you don't know so well walks into the room and, and, and you see that that person looks really sad, you can just continue with your, with your Christmas preparation or you can take that moment to say, you know, how are you doing? What's, yeah. what's going on with you? Yeah. So there's an opportunity during this time to um, be more connected if we are open and for it. I agree. I agree. It can really... And also then look at it in a sense rather than, oh, use this crazy family stuff, but to see, hey, what are my meaningful connections? Mm. I mean, for me this year, I said what has given me energy and drained energy is all the meetings. And But those meetings are also like all these amazing Uber drivers that I've had. And it's amazing you get like a 30-minute connection with a stranger because you're sharing this space in a car mm. and you can just learn and connect like that and I think that's pretty cool absolutely ready to pop the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. All right, so then the next energy driver is move one of our favorite (laughs) favorite topics yes have you moved today uh i have not really i've been um, driving my daughters to school but i did really good well so actually i've it's been quite crazy this period so i've started what um, we do once in a while you and me uh peace group again and Mm, we have a special episode on that too so Mm -hmm. with um our closest friends and my husband and we're on a whatsapp group and our what? challenge is invite me i'm sorry <laughs> do you want to join <laughs> here it comes out in the <laughs> podcast that you're cheating on me what? yes 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 it's we're okay. two couples and we're reporting on our piece and we have 20 days until new year's that we need to do movement so okay i've actually done really good so all it takes is at least 20 minutes of movement per day. It can be something that gives you pulses in cardio, mm-hmm. yoga, or something that builds strength. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> I'm not uh, bitter at all. No, I can tell. Good to learn yeah, so in the podcast. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> so, but that's a very, but um, if you feel that you get into a bad routine, mm. to set up a structure for yourself to do it, that it's just proven and at least for both of us, it it really does work. But you're doing great. You're doing your yoga classes now, and I'm impressed by you. Yeah, I mean, that's why I asked the question to you, so that you would ask it back if I moved today, so that I could say, (laughs) yes, 6 a.m., baby, I was doing my squats. Um, Yeah, now I'm following my my, uh, post-pregnancy book that is Mm -hmm. now in the final chapter, meaning that it's now kind of intense uh, workouts. And yeah, I'm trying... I'm really happy now trying to fit it in again in in the morning. I'm just too tired in the evenings when I come home and with the kids and so on. So 6 a.m. I try to get my 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be more than that, but 30 minutes of of movement. So that's really good. So I guess just for if someone is struggling on this one, there are like a few things. First of all, it doesn't have to take an hour, but if you can get more movement into your everyday life that's going to make a huge difference Mm. another thing is to sort of have an accountability partner and sort of set a goal and kind of also schedule it because then the likelihood of it happening is much greater than if you're just saying oh I'm going to work out three times or or something like that Mm. and another thing that I try to sort of spread and we've spoken about it before is really don't see this one hour workout or 30 minute yoga or run or whatever it is that you do as something that you have to do, but see it more like a luxury, like this is you time and and you have these 20 minutes just to sort of be with yourself on the math and just relax or go for a run. And I think that's the mental difference of 
hey, this is a gift to myself or this is something I have to do. Oh, and it makes a big difference. And I need to share that we've just started a new routine in our family as well, which maybe others can pick up on, which is the uh, to break from the work day and the family day. Uh-huh. is to have a uh, song, like play a song and the whole family dances to, oh, to the song, so nice. right? Before yeah. dinner. So it's mainly kind of like, I like to move it, move it, or, you know, yeah. too sexy for my cat. And those <laughs> like we used to do with mom. Have. Remember Bruce Springsteen <laughs> exactly. playing very loud and all of us shaking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh, that, that reminds me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. So that's a that's a little idea. So for this Christmas, my idea is just to, Keep that going. I don't have any huge goals, but just to not drop it. Yeah. To have kind of a regularity and, and, and not uh, let it go. That's great. The final energy driver is eat. Yeah. The food. <laughs> How we nourish. <laughs> How we nourish ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much now about mood food and brain food mm-hmm. and and really seeing food as something that... um that can help us. I was reading the other day, you want your body to say like, when you eat, like, thank you. This is awesome. Now I can go and now I can go and fix this thing that is not really working over here. Yeah. Rather than saying to you, okay, have I done something wrong? Like, are you punishing me? Yeah. So I think that little conversation with your body is, is a great way of, of, um, yeah. Of reminding yourself of, of how to eat in, in a good way for your, for your energy. I, I agree. And, you know, I, I think I've shared this before, but I read it, this in one book to sort of do the check. Would I give this food to my dog? Mm. You know, like some of the really bad food and drinks and would that be good enough for your dog? And then you think like, no, I'd never give this artificial candy or, you know, the, this drink to my dog. And, you know, that would be awful well, why would you give it to yourself then? Mm. You know, so that's a test. And I, I shared that with a few leaders. But then <laughs> the other week and then one of them like, no, I'd, I'd be happy to give some Coke to my dog. And I thought, oh, OK, so it didn't work for that guy. But yeah, um, for me, that really resonates. Yeah. So how are you doing on that? Well, I, I'm doing something that I think, actually, I don't think, I know, you inspired me to do. Mm-hmm. And that is that we start every morning with a, a green smoothie. So mm-hmm. in that sense, also for the girls, I know that they have a really good stable sort of, they get lots of greens and berries and all this stuff in there that is really giving them the best start. And then we have some really nice granola that goes with it and you know that that smoothie thing makes me feel like such a good mother like it ticks <laughs> off like 10 to 15 to 25 percent of like oh i'm doing okay <laughs> the fact that you know raf gets some broccoli yeah. and some kale into him each day which he would never eat if it wasn't mixed into yeah. something you know it really fills my my own um, pat myself on the shoulder. You're an awesome mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Which also gives energy. I fail, in itself, I fail on right? other levels. I mean, but, you cannot yeah, exactly. fail after yoga and smoothie to your children in the morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way. Yeah. No. So for me on, on the eating, so for this um, holiday season, but also more than much more beyond that, is that both. Steve and I now have become, I would say, flexitarians mm-hmm. in the sense that we are not eating uh, 
meat anymore. Yeah. We're eating we're eating fish and we are eating wild, like hunted meats that is sustainable. Yeah. And it's interesting. I'm talking to many of my best friends now. We have an ongoing WhatsApp group and a lot of us are very like-minded on this. Yeah. For many of us, it started as an environmental consideration. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know that the meat industry is is um, producing a, a lot of bad things. Then it's it's a health, uh, I think less of a health, more of an environmental. And then also a little bit of an emotional kind of connection. For me, it resonates a lot with yoga and so on. Mm. I'm in no way perfect about this, but I think it's... it's um, inspiring and it's inspiring to see that so many of us are are opening up and seeing um how we can have less of a climate footprint and eat healthier and more green and less meat yeah and i I must say here's the younger generation leading the way now Mm. and i mean my daughters this this year now they've been vegetarians um, for almost three years. Yeah. So, I mean, we eat exactly like that too for all those reasons. And mm. I, I feel really good about that. And I don't really miss meat even. No. So I was reflecting about that last night going out for dinner and how my choice was like, okay, let's have fish. Because now they're actually also not eating so much fish any longer as well. It's yeah. kind of big because they started out as... And, but I feel still like, oh, yeah, that's lovely to have some really nice fish. And uh, But I agree with you for all these yeah. reasons. No, so during the holiday now, I'm thinking to try, because we get, we all love sugar in our family. And there's going to be so much nice food. <laughs> and, you know, you come home and it can be quite hard, I feel. And I think you feel the same to maintain that healthy. Mm. So I'm not going to be too hard on myself, but I am going to try to really have that green smoothie once a day to make sure that, You've actually filled up with something good before you hit the sugar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to give a little tip for this beautiful... If, if you are in a cold place, like we will be, and if there's a lot of loads of viruses and so on going on, it's an amazing morning shot that you can serve everybody. Mm-hmm. Just filling with ginger and apple cider vinegar, clove, which is um, a very Christmassy um, spice, but with mm-hmm. one of the most filled with antioxidants. Um, so it's super good for you. So clove and cinnamon and then a little bit of pepper to activate the whole thing. Yeah. A bit of water <laughs> and then blend it and then serve it as shots. So it's not that tasty. So that's why you don't want to have it as a smoothie, but just down it quickly. But Oh, and loads of lemon, of course. All right. Maybe we can put that on Instagram. So <laughs> like a little shot, the recipe. Yes. Well, that sounds really good. And I'm contemplating doing a non-sugar year again because mm. I felt so good when I did that last time as a no uh, refined white sugar, but just go without it. And let's see. I'm going to think about that over the holidays and, and decide. <laughs> but I, yeah, I might do that. Sounds good. Maybe you will inspire me. Yeah. Most likely you will. So everyone, do take a moment to... Think about these five energy drivers. And if you have a chance to read our book, the, um, Everyone Deserves a Great Manager, there's a full chapter with even more ideas and suggestions what you can do to really make this happen. And really do this for your own health, sanity, and well-being. Yeah. And for all of you that are listening live and in this time of the year, this is the perfect way to start to look at how you want to manage your drivers, energy drivers for 2020. Yeah. 
So thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you all soon. Ciao. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.